Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Happy New Year, friends. Oh, man, I cannot believe that it's 2022, a brand new year, and I'm feeling really, really good about it. So welcome back. Welcome back to another episode. And today I wanted to talk to you guys about something that I see over and over again, especially this time of year. In fact, I've already been getting some messages about this very topic and have really tapped into the tips and tools that I'm going to share with you myself. Everything that I share with you on these podcasts are things that I've tried myself, and they're also things that I've been through. So I want to talk to you about quitting before you see the results. I bet you, you can resonate. I think we've all been there. I think it's something that we all struggle with, is that when we don't see the results happening fast enough or not at all, we throw in the towel. Goals are set all the time. And I don't know about you, but when you first set a goal, that excitement rises. And then when you don't see those results, you end up quitting because you think what you're doing is not working. You're a failure. You can't set goals. Everybody has their own unique reasons why. But the most important thing that I want to help you change is the quitting part. I wanted to give you some tools, strategies, action items to help you follow through and not quit just because you don't see the results. So on this podcast, we're going to dive into two major things. The first thing is I'm going to give you some action steps on how to follow through and actually hit your goals, even if you don't see the results right away. And then the second thing is I'm going to give you some clarity on how to detach from the results itself. I know it seems kind of backwards, but bear with me here. And if you took part in my Get Clear on Your Year workshop, you got some really good tangible tools on how to not only set a goal, but how to execute, plan, and then achieve. We also learned how to get really excited about our goals and change how we felt about it. And if you're like, Gina, I had no idea you had this workshop, I highly recommend popping on my email list or following me on Instagram. I don't always talk about my workshops here on the podcast because I just want to show up and provide you straight up value. But if you do want to go deeper and know all the extra stuff that I put off, I'll just put the link in the show notes. No pressure at all to join. It's just an option if you would like to go deeper um, and learn more about what I do. So let me paint a picture for you and let me know if this resonates. You are actually following through on your goals. It's probably week two for you. You're excited. You committed. Um, You were 10,000% in. A week goes by. You're rocking it. Week two, you start to lose momentum. By week three, you expected to have all the results right away and you don't see the results. 
the self-doubt, it comes in. You start telling yourself things that are not so nice. You think it's impossible. You throw in the towel. You give up. You go into this cycle of, I can't set goals. Why did I even try? I'm a failure. What are people going to think? And you go through this whirlwind of really self-deprecating thoughts about yourself. I bet you can relate. We all can, right? We've all been there at some point in time. And it's really the trend for most people because number one, most people are not taught how to effectively set a goal in a way that is going to set you up for success. And most people don't have the tools to do the inner work that comes with it. I think somewhere along the way, we've been taught to extrinsically move forward with our goals and looking for all of the outside things to check all those boxes to ensure that, yeah, we're being successful. And we don't talk about the unsexy piece. We don't talk about the motivation piece. We don't talk about the beliefs. And most people really rely on motivation. And then when that fails, they feel inadequate. They feel like a failure and resort back to old habits and they think it's them. It is not you. There is so much science that backs up the fact that it's impossible for you just to set a goal and achieve it easily. So give yourself a big, big hug and be gentle with yourself because you are going against years and years of conditioning. Most of the habits that we currently have have taken years and years to develop Yet with our impatience, we want them to be replaced in a week, in a two weeks or in a month, right? If you think about the impatience that we have, um, we try to unlearn so many things in instant gratification, but that's not how it works. That's not how it works, okay? So we really want to tap into unlearning some of the things that you currently believe about goal setting, believe about yourself. And relearn new beliefs, new strategies, and new habits so you can look at goal setting and what it takes to goal set in a different way. Essentially, you are changing something about yourself and anything that requires change requires commitment, requires a lot of unwiring and a lot of work. And while I won't get into the details and I won't dive into too much of the sciencey stuff, but... We really need to learn how to navigate that without beating ourselves up, without throwing in the towel, without thinking that you're a failure, without telling yourself all these BS things about you, because it's not about you. It's about your brain. So the five things that I'm going to give you um, are going to be things that will help you follow through when you want to quit to help follow through. Um, when you actually don't see the results. Now, as always, take what works for you and leave the rest. I would highly recommend just choosing one of the five, Um, but some may resonate and some may not. So I like to give a variety um, so you can find at least one thing that you can focus on that you can lean into when you are about to quit on yourself. Some of these are untraditional. Some of these might be like, well, no, Gina, like I need the strategy. I need the the outside piece. But you guys know how to set a goal. I would argue to say that if you look back at your history of goal setting, you can find a goal that you have achieved and you can take a look at what evidence was there that made you successful. And 
I would even argue that during that time, you are going to realize that the five things that I'm going to tell you about are things that you probably have overlooked, but were the determining factors on whether or not you succeeded in your goal or not. So number one, I want you to focus on what you want, not what you don't want. What happens when you are about to quit on a goal? Are you focusing on how good you feel while you're doing the things that actually are moving you forward? Nope. Are you focusing on the progress that you've had? Nope. Are you focusing on all the good things that you've done so far? Nope. You're probably focusing on perfection, what you're not doing, the lack mentality, the desperate energy that comes with you usually quitting on yourself. So whenever you feel that you're focusing on what you don't have or focusing on the things that you're not doing well, a simple switch of focusing on what you're doing well, focusing on what you want, the end goal, how you want to feel, those are things that can really help you shift your energy in the moment and help you stay focused to move forward. Anytime you're focusing on the lack, you're going to see more of, and therefore you're going to doubt yourself more, and therefore you're going to be more likely to throw the towel in on those goals. So focus on what you want and not what you don't want. The second one is something that we can take a lesson in, in all areas of our lives, I believe. And it's really believing in yourself, doubling down on doing what you have to do to believe in yourself, to believe that you're worthy of working on this goal, to believe that you can actually achieve it. Maybe you might need to lean on somebody that you trust for their belief in you until you can believe in yourself, but really tapping into believing that you can and you will if you take that power back. You have to really think and say, okay, if I am somebody who has already reached the goal that I'm looking after, how do I act? How do I think? What do I do? What decisions am I making? And really tap into the belief that you can do it and show up as somebody who already has that goal achieved. I find when I step into that energy, it always gives me that edge that I need to keep following through. And it allows me to look at the things that are not going right in a better way and make better decisions. So believing in yourself and doubling down is going to really help you focus on your goal and not the things that don't matter. Anytime that we don't believe in ourselves, we then look for reasons to solidify that. And the opposite is true, right? So the more you believe in yourself, the more you find ways. And if you're struggling with that, even do a daily practice where you are writing out things that you believe in yourself and write out the reasons why you are going to succeed to help train your brain to look for that instead. Because our brains are actually trained to look for the negative. We just had to do the work to bypass that belief and to really step into a new one. The third one is, and this one is such a game changer. And I just used this one recently in something that I currently almost quit and threw the towel in and use these very five practices that I'm teaching you. And it's change the plan, not the goal. Sometimes the plan that you are currently executing may not be the plan that's going to work for you. So instead of saying no to the goal, say no to the plan and reevaluate. Every single Sunday, I sit down and I reevaluate my goals. It's a thing that most people won't do. Most people will not put the work in that's required to actually work on your goal, which is why I, I always recommend only working on one goal first. So sitting down on a Sunday and reevaluating your week and going, okay, 
what worked really well for me this week and what didn't work well. Get super clear on the things that are working for you and change the plan, not the goal. And I feel sometimes we don't do that because of fear. The fear of what people will think if we change our goal, the fear of, you know, how you're going to proceed if you change the criteria for your goal. And we're going to talk about that more in a second, but really looking at how can I make this work? Not this is not working for me. It's going from a solution mindset piece, not a, oh, this will never work. It's finding a way to make it work for you and detaching yourself from what other people are doing. The fourth one, which is going to seem really backwards because we've been taught to look at results. We're results driven. But I want you to detach from the expectations and results. And if you've done a training with me before, you know, I always come back to this because I think it's something that's so relatable. And usually I have like a pretty little photo to go with it. But you guys are going to have to rely on my lovely storytelling. (laughs) So I want you to picture a tree, okay? A beautiful apple tree. My dad um, had this lovely apple tree growing up. And I remember always being able to go and pick fresh apples. In fact, while I was home for the holidays, my mom uh, still has this tree. And we were able to make an apple pie out of the apples from my dad's apple tree that I grew up with. So I want you to picture an apple tree. And if you think about that, the thing that we enjoy that I had over the holidays was the apples. The whole point of an apple tree is to enjoy the apples, right? So most people just focus on the apples. But if for some reason my dad had a bad season, so for example, one year um, we replanted the tree. So we tore the tree up and we planted it somewhere else on the land uh, that had better light. Now, the first year, that we did that, we didn't have any new apples. Um, There was no apples. So we didn't look at the leaves and we didn't look at the where the apples were coming from and say, okay, apples, let's go. Like, what are you doing? Anytime that you don't see the results, what do you do? What do you need to tend to? You don't tend to the leaves. You tend to the soil. You tend to the roots. Those roots need to firmly get planted again in order to, you know, produce the apples again. And I think sometimes we focus on the external results, a.k.a. the apples, but where you're going to see the real results is when you tend to the soil and the roots, those are the things that produce the apples. So instead of focusing on the results, focus on what's beneath the soil. What's your beliefs? What's your habits? What are you doing daily? What are you thinking about yourself? When you change those roots, you better believe that you are going to see the results, right? So I think we've been looking at things backwards and we've been looking at the end result, not the roots itself. But if you want the end results, if you want the apples, you have to care to the soil. You have to care to the roots. You have to make sure it's getting sunshine and water. But I think we have been taught to look at it differently. So detach from those results, detach from your expectations of what it's supposed to, do the underground work, the unsexy work that nobody else sees, but that's where you're going to see your, see your results. That's what's going to help you move forward when things get tough. That's going to help you move when you don't see the results. And when you keep yielding to those things and when you keep paying attention to that, what happens? You get the apples. So it's really trusting the process of understanding that there's more things than just the results. The results are not the things that are showing you 
if what you're doing is really working. It's all the stuff that you don't see. It's trusting in yourself. It's trusting that you are doing things that are going to yield the results. So it's doing a little switchy poo on that one and really allowing yourself to, to do the underground work, we'll call it. And then the fifth one is really being self-aware, not people aware. We live in an age where we are so concerned about what other people are doing, what other people think of you. We spend hours and hours scrolling in social media. But the moment you make a switch from people aware to self-aware, you're going to see your results increase tenfold. It's, it's impossible not to. The more self-aware you are about what's stopping you, what's holding you back, your feelings around certain things, your beliefs, your thoughts, that is where you are going to be able to yield the results that you want in goals in any area of your life. The more you look for results in the external world, the more that you rely on other people, the less likely you are going to move forward. You have so much power and you are the key to your solution. You are the solution. You are the key to your problem. And you have to really tap into that. Yeah, you need to be self-aware enough to understand what you're telling yourself about your goals who you think that you are, what you think is capable for you. And the more that you go self-aware, the more you're going to see everything unfold. And I'm just going to add one more thing. And I, I roughly touched on it, but I really do think it deserves its own, uh, its own number. So we're going to say number six. And this has been something that was really, really hard for me to step into. But I cannot tell you what it's done for me by really, really leaning into this. Um, and it's number six is trusting that it's working out for you. And I know that's hard to do because we've been taught to do the opposite. And trust me when I say that even when we have a plan, there might be a bigger plan for you. And your job is to show up, create a plan, take that messy action, but also trust in the fact that you are guided and taken care of. And I know I've used this on the podcast before, but after really stepping into this every year, this just gets better and better for me. And I write this every single day in my journal and it's life is happening for you, not to you. It has changed my life. So when things don't go as planned, right? When doors open for you or close for you, when things do go as planned, I always trust that it's happening for me. And that's how I navigate the challenging times. I have taught myself to look for the lessons. This does not mean that I don't feel shitty about certain situations. This does not mean that I don't go through all of the emotions myself. But I always come back to when I have processed that this is happening for me, that life is happening for me, not to me. It seems hookie pookie. I get it. I get it. But what's the alternative? Beating yourself up, being stressed, hating who you are, judging yourself, feeling crappy. I've been there. I've done that. And I choose the latter because it helps me really lean into who I am, what I'm capable of. And it just feels so much easier to navigate the hard things in life when I can look for the lessons and trust that it's happening for a reason. I might not ever know the reason, but sometimes leaning into that, it really helps me grow as a person. So I'm going to lean with that. Ever since I've been trusting in that message, beautiful things have happened to me, even when things have been shitty. So I really 
encourage you to try to look at that, to try and lean into that if you're able. Because most people quit before the beautiful thing happens. Most people quit when it gets hard. And most people quit when they have to trust the process and let go of control. That was me for so many years. That was me. But on the opposite of that is that those who lean into trust, those who get uncomfortable, those who embrace the unknown. Notice I said embrace, not love, because you don't need to love this, but you have to embrace it. They are the people who are yielding results because they are willing to do the things that 90% of people won't do, right? So if you are in a place where you cannot see the results right now, keep going. Keep focusing on what you want and how you want to feel. See it all unfolding for you. Instead of focusing on the external results, double down on the belief that you have what it takes to achieve what you want. Double down on the fact that you won't quit. You might need to take a break. You might need to reevaluate. You might need to create a a different plan, but you deserve to keep going. You are worth working on. Your goals are beautiful. Block out the noise that anybody is telling you that you can't do it and stay focused. Adjust if you have to, but please, please, please keep going and trust that everything is working out for you. You really got this. Don't quit on yourself. And when you do that, you cannot lose. Anyway, I know that was a mouthful, but I hope that was useful. And I hope that the next time you're working on your goal, maybe it's now, maybe it's in the future. Maybe you'll come back to this episode and you'll remember not to quit on yourself and to use these six things to help guide you when you can't see the results. Oftentimes, right before you're about to quit is when you start to see the magic unfolding. Guys, thank you again for listening to another episode. I really, truly appreciate every single one of you. All the love to you. And as always, just remember to keep it fun, keep it kind, and always keep it real. And if you know someone who would love this podcast episode, please share it. Or if you're feeling super kind today, leave a five-star review. It only takes a few minutes and it would truly mean the world to me. And it just helps the show so much. Thank you guys so much in advance. And if you haven't been told yet today, you are pretty awesome. Have the best day.